Harry. And I'm Diana. And you're listening to Fiction Kitchen, where we're cooking with inspiration from our favorite books, movies, and TV. Today we are talking about Are You Afraid of the Dark and Hilda. October is here! <laughs> We've waited for this all year. I feel like there should be some kind of like creepy Halloween version of an exclamation, like, whoop, whoop, like, sound like, whoop, Are they, whoop, I don't know, <laughs> or, uh, like, some kind of excited, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, some Halloween. kind of, like, haunted house scream. Yeah, I'm sitting here drinking pumpkin spice tea. It's, like, 90 degrees outside. I live in North Carolina, <laughs> so we don't get, like, nice fall weather until, like, well into November. So, <laughs> nice. I'm trying, I'm trying my best, though. I'm drinking peppermint tea, which mm. relates to Hilda. Oh, but, nice. <laughs> but I have had some of the pumpkin sauce at um, Starbucks. Excellent. Pumpkin <laughs> sauce. Yeah, that's what it is. I know. It's like, <laughs> what is it? The sauce. Yeah, it's, it's vegan pumpkin sauce is what it is called. Oh. Well, there and you go. And just whiz it up in whatever drink you want. I think I've talked about it on this podcast before, but I've never had a pumpkin spice latte, and I plan to continue that trend. I told you the one time I, I've, I think I've told this on the, on the podcast, but like the one time I went, I'm like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to try this thing that everybody talks about. <laughs> and I went and they said, we can't make anything with milk because the power went out last night. So you can basically have black coffee. I'm like, okay, Aww. that's all, that's all the sign I needed that like, <laughs> This is not for me. Yes. So. I haven't had it in a latte, but I I put it in some green tea. Like Ooh. you can put it in tea too because that I'm like good. I'm like, "Oh, I'm going to do pumpkin juice like Harry Potter." But my Starbucks here is a small one, like it's mm-hmm. not a full-blown one, so they're very limited with what they have. Oh, gotcha. Their ingredients. But like I posted this on Instagram, but I'm like, "Somebody, maybe you carry." <laughs> Ooh. Like like the recipe idea I had mm-hmm. was to do the wellness tea, which is like ginger. Oh yeah, like ginger and lemon. Yeah, yeah. The wellness tea steeped in apple juice instead of water, and then stir in some of the pumpkin sauce, like one or two pumps of the pumpkin sauce, and then like if you want it a little bit sweeter, like put in some of the classic syrup. Oh. But anyway, but I can't. My store can't do that because oh. they don't have that stuff. Um, so. That's that does sound idea. delightful. Yeah, yeah that's my idea. Pu- pumpkin juice. Pumpkin wellness tea. Yeah, exactly. Nice. Um, so any listeners or anybody, if you want to give that a shot. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, I'll like post that on our Instagram. I I did a post on my personal Instagram, but I'll share that. Anyway, that's like, we have so much more to talk about, though, because October. Yes. October feels more exciting, I feel like, the older I get. Like, it was, sounds weird because as a kid, it's like, oh, you get to dress up and so, like, like, so it was exciting in that way. But yeah. I feel like it's exciting in different ways, more thematically or like atmospherically. What is it? The amb- ambiance and stuff is more, mm-hmm. I feel it more as a girl. <laughs> so it's more exciting. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've loved it ever since I was a kid, but I kind of get what you mean because it is like you're heading into the holidays. So you have that nice feeling. And plus like. Oh man, I wait for spooky season all year. Yeah. So, <laughs> so like you said, we have tons to talk about. So before we get into our topics, let's do tasty time where we talk about what's going on in fiction food. Yeah. Tasty time. So, 
Um, I think we were talking beforehand. We're both super excited that um, Christine McConnell, who um, you may remember, she's the first person I ever mentioned on Tasty Time because I love yeah. her so much. She, um, you can follow her on Instagram. She does awesome, like very detailed spooky cakes and treats and that type of thing. She mm-hmm. has a series coming out on Netflix on October 12th. So I'm, yes. yeah, I'm dying to see that. I can't wait. And it's called, what is it called? It has a special name. Um, yeah, the, cur- the Curious Creations of Christine McConnell. Yeah, and I'm totally getting, like, a Pee-wee's Playhouse vibe. Yeah, from it. <laughs> I know. Yeah, that's the thing. It's not just the things she makes. Like, first of all, she's gorgeous. She's a model. And it just, yeah, it feels like she lives in this little, like, cottage and like makes these little things and like when she does photo shoots like sometimes it's like her whole kitchen and it's this like little like I don't know it'll be either like 50s or Victorian or something like that and it, it's like very nice and pretty but then it has like a creepy on- undertone I love it yeah, yeah she's- and the, well the trailer for it the most recent trailer it, it shows that it's actually like there are animatronics and puppets and stuff which oh, is why I, I mentioned seen- Pee Wee's Playhouse so oh it's cool like she- I haven't seen the trailer I'm gonna have to check that out she like lives alone in in this like yeah creepy house, and she has these friends like cats and like but but I mean but they're not real. <laughs> they're, oh, I they're love like that. puppets or something. She's so, other world otherworldly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so it's that like whimsical, creepy. Yeah, very like Pee Wee's Playhouse kind of. You know what I mean? Like I don't know if you yeah. watched that as a kid. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, of course I did. So, yeah. yeah. Very cool. So very excited for that, yeah. Yeah. So if you like um creepy treats and other things, we were talking about like a couple other people you can check out um that we may have may not have mentioned before, but they could always you know, it's, it's October, so like bears repeating. The homicidal homemaker, she does horror recipes. She has a YouTube channel and which she does videos on and just makes like really cool stuff. And then um Necronom Nom Nomicon. <laughs> Wait, she, say that again. Necronom Nom Nomicon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, is, that is fun to say. Yeah. yeah. She does creepy things as well. She has a background in like um like special effects for movies and so she oh, cool. uses all those tricks to make like really cool gross looking food you know <laughs> so mm-hmm. gross in a good way yeah. <laughs> so yeah so those nice. are a couple people you can check out and so we mentioned christine mcconnell's uh, premiere coming up so there are some other ones just to mention really quick um that some of you might be interested in for the month of October. So being puppy cat, uh, finally came out on like the whole series came out on YouTube for everyone to see that came out on October 5th. Um, cause before it was like limited release and anyway, star Wars resistance, new animated star Wars series, uh, comes out October 7th. And cause we've, we had a star Wars episode and we talked about some of the animations. So this is a new one. Uh, Dr. Who, Jodie Whittaker. Yeah. The first female doctor that's coming out also October 7th, the premiere on BBC. And then there's a charmed reboot comes out October 14th on CW October 25th. We've got the vampire diaries spin off another one called legacies. It's like school kids. It's like a, a school setting. Oh, okay. So, like, Harry Potter um, for vampires. The kids of, yeah, vampires, werewolves. Um, Okay, and then, this is exciting, October 26th, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Yes, this is the one I'm excited for. I can't wait. It looks great. The trailer looks really good. Um, 
Yeah, it's um, Kieran and Shipka. I like. I watched all of Mad Men, of course, so mm-hmm. I, I love her already, and and I'm very excited. Looks very good. Looks very creepy. I like. Yeah. Did you watch um, Sabrina the Teenage Witch back in the day? Nope. But I love. But, <laughs> but I did watch. Clarissa explains it all. Oh yeah, I like yeah, I liked Clarissa <laughs> a lot. Yeah, speaking of nineties TV, which we're going to be speaking quite a bit about in, in a little bit. Yeah, I watched yeah. it a little bit. It was like you know, it wasn't like my favorite, um, but this one looks really good, and it has like a really cool kind of like retro vibe to it too. And yeah, um, yeah I mentioned beforehand too that um, uh, I'm doing a collaboration with Geeks Who Eat for a recipe, cool. so that'll be coming out on October twenty second. Nice. Preparation, yes. Yeah, so we'll both have recipes for that. And then, speaking of recipes you've done, so you did the Slenderman creepy pasta, mm-hmm. and so October twenty sixth uh, is also the premiere of the Dream Door, like Channel Zero, the Dream Door on Sci Fi Channel. Ooh. I don't know much about it, but it's like inspired by a creepy pasta story. Oh, interesting. So. There's that. <laughs> there's, there's that. Yeah. Yeah. So, and yeah, then, my, yeah. My most recent creepy recipe was for the nun. Yeah. Which, that's a movie say, so yeah. bad that I didn't even see it, but I did make a, <laughs> I did make a recipe for it. Like bad as in bad, bad or bad as in like, like I, I heard so it was, bad. No, like, I heard it was terrible and I have no interest <laughs> in seeing it. Like I, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know. My recipe was good. I made like, um, Cabbage stuffed hot cross buns. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so, yeah, uh, speaking of, like, stuff coming out, too, um, Halloween, the new Halloween movie comes out later this month, and I'm doing a recipe mm. for that as well on um, Nightmare on Film Street. And um, we wanted to mention that it is the 30th anniversary of Beetlejuice this month and yes. the 25th anniversary of Nightmare Before Christmas, both awesome Tim Burton movies. Mm-hmm. So, and also this month is hashtag Grimgrub. Yes. So the fandom foodies theme this month is Grimgrub, hosted by All Roads Lead to the Kitchen, and it's um, Grim's fairy tale recipes. Yeah, and they're in spirit, they're offshoots and the all that stuff. So we'll post recipes. Uh, recipes. We'll post links. For I cannot all of believe these how many things, things. Ha- yeah are happening this month. But yeah, I know. It's yeah. It's definitely craziness. A full celebratory month. But we'll post all that on our website. Yeah. <laughs> so now let's get into let's get our, into the it. meat of our program. And you're gonna go first with. I am. Are you are afraid you of the afraid dark? Of the dark? Yes, I am to answer that question. I sleep. Yeah, any smart person is. If you're not, you're a fool because that's when all the creepies come out. (laughs) Yeah, so I have a ton of nostalgia for this show, but the reason I decided to do it for this is that it was announced that a new movie based on it will be coming out um, October of next year. Nice. Now, is it a Nickelodeon movie? Uh, I don't know if this is. I would assume so. I don't know if they have the rights to it. What I know about it is um, that it's going to be like a totally new story, not anything they did before, but it'll still um, center on the like, you know, campfire tales or whatever that the show's based on. Yeah. So yeah, this show, let's see, ran from 
1992 to 1996, and then it had a second run 1999 to 2000, which I did not see any of because I had kind of aged out of it. And in fact, I was like going through the um, through the list of episodes, and I only watched I think like the first like several seasons because like I I think I was kind of on the older end of like the kids that were watching this. Um, yeah. Yeah, but being a spooky little kid, I, yeah, I quite loved it and have nostalgia for it. Um, it's Canadian, which, um, this is, and, um, and also I think Goosebumps, like, tons of, like, kids shows from the 90s were filmed in Canada. Yes. Yes. So it's created by DJ McHale and Ned Candle. And then yeah. the new... DJ McHale, he's also the author of the Pendragon Young Adult Book Series. Oh, I didn't know that. Just FYI. <laughs> oh, interesting. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah so this show, um, it centers on like a group of kids that called the Midnight Society, and they meet in the woods and um, tell stories around a campfire. And so th- this, this was kind of pitched as like a Twilight Zone for kids. Um, and I loved like shows like this. Like I loved, I like the Twilight Zone a lot. I liked this. I used to watch like Tales from the Crypt, which is Did also you watch Jerry Indiana. I watched Jerry Indiana. Yeah, that that was a good yeah. show too. It was yeah, it was I pretty fun. That. Yeah. So yeah, I liked kind of creepy stuff like this because I, I think like before I got into like real horror, I was like you know watching like baby horror like this, which was kind of fun. Um, the, the stories are all kind of, um, they're like some original stories, but a lot of them are based on like either fairy tales or urban legends or like stories in the public domain. Like Uh there's one called, they're all like the tale of something. So there's like the tale of the twisted claw, which is basically the monkey's paw. Um, there's the tale of the dream machine, which this kid like, you know, has a magic typewriter and whatever he types comes to pass. And that's based on, um, Stephen King's word processor of the gods. Um, they do the urban legend of like the fifties prom, you know, um, girl who's like, you know, her boyfriend's coming to pick her up, but you know, she dies that night and is now a ghost or whatever. Oh yeah. Isn't that the one where she keeps saying nifty and everybody? Yeah. <laughs> That's all I remember. Like, <laughs> like suddenly I just, I forgot about that. Yeah. She's she like nifty. nifty all the who time and nifty? supposed to date her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's an episode called The Tale of the Dream Girl, who, um, the, uh, M. Night Shyamalan, like, got the idea for The Sixth Sense from this episode, because, like, oh, wow. yeah, like, the dream girl is actually a ghost, and, like, the guy, she's the only one that can see this guy, because apparently he's also dead. Oh, spoilers what? for The Sixth Sense. <laughs> so, yeah. And, um, it's pretty, it's pretty fun show. Like, uh, there's a lot of actors that you might recognize as kids, which is pretty fun. Like there's, um, <laughs> Mia Kirshner was on it. Um, Jewel State from Firefly, um, Tatiana Ali, um, Ryan Gosling <laughs> is in an episode. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I thought That's I funny. would count down my top five episodes for this since they're all so different, you know, so it's not like, you know, we can talk that much about, yeah, like overall plot. Um, I do remember this show. Like, I remember that one episode, but also, yeah, because I remember watching it on Nickelodeon. It was like yeah. the Snick. Wasn't Snick. it like the, yeah. the big red couch or right, something? Right, right, right. So that was like Saturday Night Nick. That was like their yeah. programming block. Yeah, and I that was watched with, that with my sister and cousins. We, yeah, we that was with Clarissa Explains It All. It was like Clarissa Explains It All, Ren and Stimpy, and like a variety show or something. And then oh, yeah. The dark. yeah. Roundhouse. 
roundhouse. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. Okay. And this was the I'm last really... one because it was like the scariest. Yeah. I, I only want, oh, it's the big orange couch. What am I, talking? I mean, of course it's the orange, not it's red. Nickelodeon. Yeah. <laughs> what am I don't know what Red, like blue. It's our brand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I only watched a little bit of it because I think I it, it scared me. I wasn't yeah. prepared for it, so I only watched some of the episodes. <laughs> I like these I two because some. yeah, that's um that's what the the screenwriter of the new one um said. He wants to honor the darker, scarier tone of the show because like mm-hmm. not all these stories had a happy ending and not all of them ended well, you know. So like yeah. it was it was like legit scary. I think you know for kids. Yeah. So. Um, I'm ready for your countdown. Yeah, and actually, I think if you want to watch this, like I well, la- last year, I watched a bunch of episodes on YouTube with um, oh, my daughter okay. Zoya. You know, because we watched it together. Because I'm like, oh yeah, I gotta get her into creepy stuff. This will be good. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, there's a bunch of episodes on on YouTube, and I think that there is like a new platform. I forget what it's called, but like all the '90s Nickelodeon shows are on it, or whatever. It's like oh, a cool. stra- streaming service or whatever. Or yeah. Or you could just watch on YouTube, very crap, crappy quality, but, you know, pretty fun. <laughs> All right, so my episodes, I remember, there's The Tale of the Lonely Ghost. And this is actually, like, a straight-up, like, Victorian ghost story. It's really, really um, well done. There's a girl that, like, lives in the mirror, writes on the walls backwards. Um, it's, like, a very sad story. Like, you know, she, she was chased up there by bullies, and her mother didn't know she was there, and she, like, starved to death. So this is the type of story that we're telling children, you know? <laughs> it's horrific. Yeah. So that was a good one. There's one called um, The Tale of Jake and the Leprechaun. And this one cracks me up because um, I liked it then because, like, I'm Scottish, Irish, whatever. So I liked that kind of mythology. Um, And so it has, like, a lot of Irish mythology. Like, it has um, leprechauns, obviously. And then banshees and changelings. But the way they present them in the show are, are not what they actually are in... Um, like in real life, like in in the show, like a banshee, they show it's like some kind of like monster or whatever. Um, whereas you know, in in actual mythology, it's like the howling women, and then yeah. the, the changeling. I think I forget. I think like. I forget what they show as a changeling, but it's not like, you know, a changeling in, in actual mythology is like when the fairies switch a baby with a, mm-hmm. um, with another, with a fairy, I think. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So those are what they actually are, and this is not what they should. So that cracked me up. That's, yeah. They did <laughs> like, that. We're just going to take these names and then yeah. do whatever we want. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> like, this is the thing, right? And then we'll just, like, make up what it is. Um, there's the tale of the prom queen, which you're all... <clears throat> already talking about, but what I remember about this episode, I forgot about the nifty part, but yeah, you're right about that. But I remember them, this is a good one where they look stuff up on microfiche. And I'm like, oh, today's children will never experience microfiche. It made me a little sad. So, but yeah, like... I guess if they want to do... So well, I guess all libraries are updating now. Huh? I was like, if they want to do like family history or something, yeah. But no, I think. Fish, but yeah, no, I think they'll like end up scanning everything in. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but th- that was a good one because they're like trying to figure out this story, and they go back and find old news articles and stuff. And hey, this girl <laughs> died on prom night. Um, yeah. There's one that I mentioned actually pretty recently when we talked about um, hereditary. <clears throat> 
which is the tale of the doll maker. Um, uh. So this is the one where like the girl goes into the dollhouse and she starts turning into a doll and she sees her friend there is already turned into a doll. Like her hands start turning porcelain. Mm-hmm. It's very creepy. Creepy dolls. Oh are my scary. gosh! Yes, yeah. <laughs> Even now, it's too creepy. <laughs> and then my top episode is the tale of the dangerous soup, aka the Nev Campbell episode. <laughs> so when I think of this um, show, I always remember that episode. So yeah, Nev, Nev Campbell is like a waitress at this um, at this restaurant called the Wild Boar, and everyone goes there to eat the dangerous soup. And what it turns out is the soup is made from fear. Like they'll take a person mm. and like strap them to a um, chair, and then they have this like uh, statue thing comes come out, and they say it knows what scares you. And like either it'll be like a blade coming down, or like a snake, or something like that. And then like it produces fear, and then they put this fear in the soup, and that's like why everybody loves to eat it because everybody likes that, you know kind of tingly, scary feeling or whatever. Man, that would be your favorite soup. You would go there all the time. I know. I was like, what are we doing? It's Saturday night, date night. Let's go to eat some dangerous soup. <laughs> so, so does the fear come out as a liquid? It does. It, like I don't know where it's coming from. It kind of like drips out of the statue or whatever. It's very strange. So that's what I made for my recipe. I made dangerous soup. (laughs) So in the show, it looks kind of like a green broth or whatever, but I made mine more like a, you know, I I still did like a um, pureed, you know, velouté type thing, whatever. Um, But I made a poblano corn soup. And the reason it's dangerous is, as you know, poblanos are, like, hit or miss whether they're going to be spicy or not. I think, like, one in four is spicy. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's like I, a roulette kind of. Exactly. <laughs> so I was like, it's, it's going to be, yeah, you don't know how spicy this soup is going to be. I don't know if you're scared of spicy food. But um, so basically, yeah, I just, like, roasted poblanos. And um, I love making, like, broths for soup out of like other things like i've told you i like to do like um boil the shrimp shells to make like a shrimp broth well this one you you boil the corn cobs so i took like four corn cobs and boiled those to make like a corn broth and then you take those out and then you know do like onion garlic um put all the corn and the peppers in there and puree it all together and it was like a really nice soup it wasn't very spicy at all like the kids ate it so i guess that you know I spun that <laughs> roulette wheel. It was and, a mess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it could have been very spicy. Yeah. So, but it was That's delicious. Cool. Like, I think um, somebody described it as eating um, a burrito or, or <laughs> oh, nice. It's like burrito soup because <laughs> yeah, it had yeah. like all those Mexican flavors. Yeah, I put a little cumin in there too. Yeah, and we had it with cornbread. It was really good. We had it for dinner last night. That sounds nice. Dangerous soup dripping dripping out of a statue. <laughs> So, do you have a favorite episode besides the ones you've mentioned? Well, like, all I can remember, like, I remember the nifty one. And then I remember just, like, like that's just a random thing. And then another random thing was, like, a kid behind bars, like, in a, locked in a room. Ooh. And there's, like, you one. know, like, like, a window with bars on the, you know. And like the, and the kids, like let me out. And but I, that's all. Oh my god! I remember. <laughs> like it's just like a flash of. And then of course I remember the campfire. You know the the, the beginning before they tell the stories. Like they're around the campfire. And yeah. Oh yeah. Trying to be trying fun, to be cool or whatever. Fun fact: stuff. when they begin their stories, they like throw a handful of dust on it. 
um, yeah. that is non-dairy creamer <laughs> that they're throwing what? on the fire to make it. Wait, and does it act, is that, in real, in reality, does non-dairy creamer and yeah. cr- create yeah. that kind of reaction? Yeah, so if you throw a handful of non-dairy oh. creamer, it'll go, <laughs> like, into the fire. So if anyone wants to have their own... We're not telling you to play with fire, however. But if you're outside around yeah. a campfire... <laughs> How much? So many feet away. <laughs> yeah, and you. Mob it, some. If you need to submit something for approval, um, yeah, handful of non-dairy creamer. Cool. See, that's food really. I know. Food really fun. fun that's very fact. cool. Fun food. I totally fact. want to try it now. But I know. We we got <sighs> like recently got a fire pit, and we've been having oh, fi- nice. fires every weekend. So like, yeah, maybe I'll try that on our fire Do pit. It. Yeah, you have to test <laughs> it out for us. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and to have somebody take a, a quick video while you do it. And yeah, that's a great idea. Out. We've been like <laughs> taking slow-mo videos on our phones. Nice, that's cool. Fun. <laughs> All right, so let's hear about yours. Okay, Hilda. <laughs> so, Hilda... Like it, it all is also creepy, <laughs> but not, but not in the same, not in the same. It way. looks, it looks darling. I know, right? Yes, it looks darling, and then, and then you go a few episodes in, and you're like, what? <laughs> so it definitely has some great fall and Halloweeny vibes to oh, it. Oh, cool! I did not realize it was spooky. I'm like more intrigued now. I look cute already. Yeah. But yeah. So Hilda is. Uh, it started out as a graphic novel series that's still ongoing, created by Luke Pearson. And he is a British comic artist, uh, creator, and it's published through a company called No Brow Press, and they, they do some great books, um, kids' books, and, um, and more. Uh, and so right now there are five graphic novels. Uh, it started in 2010 called Hilda Folk. Hilda Folk. All one, like F-O-L-K. All one word. Uh, but then it was re-released in 2013, uh, under the title Hilda and the Troll. And then, and then the other ones, uh, have followed. So the TV series premiered last month, September 21st. And it's very close to the comics, which is really, really cool. Um, but it, but it fills out a lot and it, it creates, it has new stories as well. Um, but it, but it follows the comp, like many of the graphic novel, the stories in the graphic novels. Um, it, it gives that, those arcs. Um, and the same feeling, the same atmosphere. It's, it's really, really well done adaptation. Like the, the style and everything is, is very close. Uh, and there's also a novel that was released September 4th, I believe, this year. So kind of um, to uh, pre- a precursor to the premiere of the TV series. Uh, and it's by Stephen... Well, the it's written by Stephen Davies, but of course it's created Luke Pearson. Um, and then it has beautiful illustrations... By, let me flip it, flip it open here. Sierra Miller. Anyway, so the series. Well, I want to talk about the TV series. 
<laughs> mostly. Um, it's, it's fabulous. It uh, is produced by Silvergate and Mercury Films, and there are how many episodes? There are 13 episodes, and I've watched it twice so far. <laughs> once on my own and then once with my daughter. Aww. And she was like, and at the last episode, she was like, oh, what? it's over. Well, I want more. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. Uh, it has a beautiful color palette. Uh, someone described it as like the, the colors of a, a Norwegian sweater. So Ooh. Hilda is, is based on Scandinavian mythology. So I, I should have probably started with that. Like, <laughs> I'm just like, Hilda, this and that. So, but the, so the, so Hilda is a girl with blue hair and she, in the beginning of the story, she is living with her mom in a cabin in the wilderness. And it's like an ancestral home, kind of like her grandfather built it, built this cabin. Anyway, she's lived there all her life and she runs around and makes friends with mythological creatures like elves and uh, her her companion is a deer fox named Twig. Oh, neat! Um, there are flying creatures called wafts, and they're kind of like puffy dog teddy bear balls that fly around. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and so there are water spirits, weather spirits. I'll talk more about uh, a little bit more about the mythology in a in a moment. Um, but Hilda lives in just this. She's an adventurer. She goes out and runs around and sketches and discovers things. And um, and so that's how it starts out. But then some things transpire. And it turns out that Hilda and her mom uh, have to move to the city. And so I don't, I'm not going to... I don't want to give too much away. But they... I won't say, like, why they have to move. Okay. Because <laughs> that's, like, the first episode or two of the... Hmm. Of the series, but um, but yeah, so they end up moving to a city called Trollberg, and first Hilda is like, oh, this like I I miss where we used to live. I miss the wilderness and all the creatures there and the adventures and like how can the city compare to that? But it she discovers new adventures and new ways to explore and new friends. She actually makes some human friends <laughs> in the city, <laughs> and uh, so it it's just really great. Um, and yeah, Luke Pearson. So he's British, uh, but he when he was a teenager, he and his family went on a Scandinavian vacation, and so he always remembered that, and he just fell in love with with the just the whole the culture and the mythology and the the setting and everything. So that's why Hilda is has that uh, as its base, uh, and then he also loved. Tove Jansen, Tove Jansen's uh, Moomin books, and there was a an animated series, and so that kind of inspired him as well with Hilda. Okay. Uh, so that that's just kind of like a little bit of behind the scenes. Um, but so the some of the creatures, and this is really fun because, um, like he, in the TV series and in the books, like they're, they're not trying to Americanize or, um, change anything. Uh, I mean, except they say flashlight instead of torch or whatever cookies and or sweater instead of jumper. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are things that I <laughs> noticed that it's not a big deal, but the creatures like the mythology and stuff is it, so he like Luke Pearson and the, and the team have like kept, kept things, 
um, feeling authentic, I guess is, is what I'm trying to say. So some of, let me whip up my, my list of my Hilda list of creatures. So we've got Vitra, which are in the show. They're like, they look like onion people, <laughs> little onion people. Uh, and, and it's kind of cool because so Vitra, they're nature spirits and they live underground. Um, but they also have their own cattle, like cattle, uh, underground and they're small. And so in the show, <laughs> like if you didn't know that, like I didn't know. So in the show, they show the, this like herd of little cattle underground. So, like there are these cute, <laughs> cute little cows and, you know, and, and so it's, it seems so random. But then if you actually look up what, like some folklore about the Vitra, it says that they have, that these nature spirits have their own little herds of cattle oh, that are cool. in, that are often invisible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the Vitra are usually invisible too, but like, anyway, so, so that's, that's pretty cool. Um, and then one of, like in the third episode, I think, uh, and uh, one of the graphic novels is called The Bird Parade, but we're introduced to a raven. And uh, that kind of, that ties into some Odin mythology, um, like Hugin and Munin, his uh, raven helpers or sidekicks. Uh, and then also Thunderbird mythology, uh, or like light, well, he calls them, it's called Thunderbird, but, and that's even Native American, uh, not Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, guys. Like, <laughs> Thunderbird existed before that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Native American, but in a lot of cultures, like, ravens are a thing. Mm-hmm. Like, mythology for ravens. Right. And and related, and stormbirds, too. So that's kind of wrapped up in that. Of course, trolls are a big deal in Hilda. Uh, and the idea that, you know, trolls, when sunlight hits them, they turn to stone. Uh, so, so trolls are kind of go throughout Mara. That's a creepy episode. So they have episodes of Mara and uh, which, which are like spirits, female spirits that create nightmares and like feed off of people's nightmares. Uh, and then there's also an, a creepy episode about ghosts in uh, in the graveyard and they also have the Rat King, which is actually a real thing. So not just Nutcracker. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, I mean, that was based on this real phenomenon of rats and other similar critters. Sometimes they will get their tails all tangled together. Like, uh, not necessarily that their tails are tied into a knob, but, but I mean, that's, that's like part of the mythology is that when, when, Tons of rats get their tails tied into a knot. They become the Rat King. Oh, gross! And, <laughs> and in Hilda, it's like this um, hive mind kind of like huge ball of rats that collects secrets. <laughs> um, but but in reality, it's this real thing. I think the highest number of rats that have gotten their tails stuck together is thirty-two, and you can like see it on display somewhere, maybe here in Germany. I don't. Oh, know. I, can't, no, I can't remember. Thank you. But, like, it's like if some substance or string or something gets them all tangled up. So that's actually, it, it's like a folk, folk folklore kind of thing, but mm-hmm. it, that's actually a real thing. <laughs> um, and Jotun, or giants, that's yes. a, a, a thing in Hilda. Um, like, ancient giants. 
and forest giants, etc. Um, Nissa. It looks like Nissi, like N-I-S-S-E, but it's Nissa, uh, which are kind of like brownies or like house spirits. Uh, and in Hilda, they, which is really cool, uh, they live in the sum total of the empty spaces in a house, if that makes sense. So oh, it's okay. kind of like an extra room. Yeah. So like spaces under bookcases or behind couches or sofa cushions or things like that. Like if you add up all that empty space, it creates another like a living space for these creatures. And they, they like take the lost things and, and things like that. Um, the lindworm, which is a kind of dragon mm-hmm. is in the, the series, um, water spirits. I mentioned, um, weather spirits are in the series barghest, which is like a grim or, a a grimoire. Anyway, a, a huge black dog. Uh, is in series and elves, but elves as in like teeny tiny little creatures that love paperwork. They love to do paperwork. I think that's complete, that's completely original for Luke Pearson, of course. But. That's pretty cute. I like it. <laughs> so those are just some of the creatures. Uh, and, and again, it's 13 episodes, um, but it's just, it's full. Like every episode, the music is so fantastic. Sometimes it reminds me of Stranger Things. The music. Oh, um, yeah, and even the opening song is really great. Um, the color palette, as I mentioned, is it's like earth earthy, but yeah, like like Norwegian sweater. Or I whatever. love like that, that kind of yeah. That that was from an article in the New Yorker. Um, so that's not an original uh, yeah. description on my part, but I thought it was very <laughs> apt. Um, and and there's going to be an app. I said the word apt, but um, so <laughs> there's going to be an app of like creatures. I think that comes out on October 18th. Um, so we'll put a link to that. Uh, so it's just very exciting. Uh, New York Comic Con is going on right now, and they've announced seasons for some of the other Netflix shows like Dragon Prince uh, and Voltron. But I, as of our recording... They haven't announced season two of Hilda yet or, or release date, but I'm pretty darn sure there's going to be a season two because it's so good. And I wouldn't be surprised if it won lots of awards. Um, it's just, it's just so good. Yeah. And it does have that like cozy, creepy feeling. Like if that makes sense. Yes, it does. Yeah, like it's the creepiness, but but it it just makes you want to cuddle up more. Like <laughs> I can't wait to watch this. Like it sounds yeah. delightful. That's why I mentioned like before. Like, yeah, like you had uh, already like, recommended grab, grab it, but like now that we've talked about son. it, like yeah, it sounds so good. Like grab your smallest child as if they're a, a plush or something. Oh yeah, cu- I mean cuddle up with them with Coco. It and- totally my teddy bear. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and uh, yeah, and and to go along with that feeling of coziness, like there's tea. So I'll just like go into some of the food. Um, there's, there's tea, but there's also cocoa. I feel like there's more cocoa happening in the graphic novels than there is in the, well, there's a few mentions of cocoa in the um, TV series. Um, and in the books, there's Sue, um, and... Something really cool 
sandwiches, but specifically cucumber sandwiches mm. in the TV series. So I'm not sure what, like, what that's all about. Like maybe Luke Pearson or somebody, like their favorite sandwich is cucumber. I don't know. <laughs> but that's mentioned a few times. Um, like her mom packs her cucumber sandwiches when she goes out um, adventuring or she's part of a kind of like a scouts program called the um, Sparrow Scouts, which is actually based on Luke Pearson's Cub Scouts experiences when he was a kid. Uh, so even some of the designs for that. Um, anyway, there's a character called the Woodman, and he's also from mythology or from folklore. Uh, but Luke Pearson gave him a, an, an original design, which he actually looks like he's made of wood. Um, and because the Woodman in fiction or in uh, folklore is a, a, a being who would like just randomly show up at people's houses and bring logs for the fire and then just lay down in front of the fire. <laughs> but he looked like more of a person. But then in um, Hilda, it, he looks like a like he's made out of wood, like a tree. Person. Oh, okay. um, but he just randomly shows up in, in their house, like walks into their house with logs and stuff. And he has a special tea that he likes that looks kind of like mud with a stick in it. <laughs> Um, there is something called yorts, like J-O-R-T-S, mm -hmm. but it, and it's a snack throughout the series in, in the animated series. And they look like little bacon pants, like little chips oh. that are bacon pants. <laughs> bacon <laughs> so pants. I don't know. Yeah. They, I, I'm like, how can I make this? I really want to, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to make these, you guys, like... So I'm going to figure it out. Yeah. Um, and, and we learned that Hilda's favorite tea is peppermint. So that's why I'm drinking oh, peppermint tea right now. I'm going to have a Very nice. <sighs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then we've got, in one episode, there's a house that creates anything they want. And so it makes, uh, like, little tea cakes, cupcakes, and macarons and cereal and tea and then i already mentioned it but also hot chocolates with marshmallows so um the nissa uh, uh, at one point he makes hot chocolate for hilda and her mom and we learned that hilda loves loads of marshmallows in her hot chocolate who doesn't we learned that the mom doesn't like them in her hot chocolate <laughs> Uh, and then there's different snacks, pumpkin chips, bloops, jellies, <laughs> and they, I guess they go along with the yorts. <laughs> um, so that, so that's that. And I also wanted to touch on something also wonderful about the show is the relationship between Hilda and her mom. She's a single parent and she's a, a graphic designer. It's very heartfelt. Like, I mean, the adventures and uh, the show focuses on Hilda, of course, but her mom is is not pushed to the background. Like in a lot of shows, the parent just exists. Right. So that, you know, as a reason that the social services can't take the kids away or whatever. <laughs> like, like I feel like in a, she's actually a character. Yeah. She's actually a character and she, and there's a lot, so much heart in, in their relationship, like as it should be, like they have a close relationship, but it's also, you know, they both have their struggles. Like the mom struggles with finding work, uh, when they, they first moved to Trollberg and cause she's a graphic designer, like freelance. Um, and, and she's, you know, the mom stresses about Hilda being safe. Um, but like 
So it's like the balance of knowing that Hilda is adventuresome and resourceful and everything, but also, you know, how do you set limits or keep her safe? And, um, you know, and also there is issue like, um, trust. Like, it's really cool. Like so many times Hilda is like, the mom's like, what's going on? And Hilda's like, I'll tell you on the way. Like, come on, let's go. Like, so it, it's, <laughs> It's really cool. Like it's very um, heartening and it's refreshing to see that. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, you just have to like watch it and experience it, and then and then you're like, like it's hard for me to explain, but it's just like because I watch a lot of cartoons and animated shows, and often, uh, especially in American animation. So this this is like a, a, a British Canadian animation. So maybe that's where some of the difference comes in. <laughs> but also, Luke Pearson has has that um, same feeling, uh, mother-daughter feeling, uh, in his comics. So, And that came through the series, TV series, which okay. is great. But yeah, in American style, it's, it's often frustrating that there's the parents are kind of just, they just exist. I don't know. Anyway, so this is a fabulous series. I'm excited for season two. I'm sure it's going to happen. How, how can it not? Um and so food uh, recipe wise, I've made three different things so far, <laughs> but, and, and I'm, and I'm going to do the yorts at some point. <laughs> um, so, uh, I don't know if you noticed on Instagram, like I posted the, my waffles. So waff, the waffs. <laughs> and so I made waffles. It's uh, anyway, it's, it's either easier to understand when I type it out, but <laughs> okay, because the yeah, wafts, like, uh, I, know. I don't think I saw this. <laughs> <laughs> the wafts are those creatures that I was talking about. They're like round, fluffy, fluffy balls. So okay. I was like, oh, I'll just make a waffle <laughs> and decorate <laughs> it to look like a waffle. <laughs> so because a waffle, <laughs> anyway. But but I, they're caramel. I love a good pun. Yeah. So <laughs> they're caramel apple waffles, but it is Ooh, yeah. um vegan. Or, well, I mean, I, I, guess, I guess there's issues with, like, flour, like, types of flour, vegan or not, but, um, so, but I wanted to, for some reason, I wanted to try doing this more, like, he- healthy, I want, <laughs> I'm trying to do more healthy food, but it's hard sometimes, <laughs> so, like, especially when you're trying to do, like, fiction-related and stuff, um, or re- recreations, yeah. <laughs> But the caramel I made, um, this uh, idea came from pinchofyum.com, uh, but it's coconut oil, maple syrup, and almond butter, or cookie butter. Oh, yummy. With, and some salt. Sounds good. To make this, like, caramel. It's super delicious, but there's no dairy. That delightful. Yeah. Yeah. Because dairy and me, meh, you know, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then the waffles themselves, so it's like cake flour, um, raw sugar, um, Oh yeah, never mind. They're not vegan, <laughs> so just kidding. I should like edit that that out. But no, they actually have <laughs> eggs in them. Sorry, <laughs> I did. Ah, I okay. did try a vegan um, version, but they didn't turn out. They didn't turn out. Yeah, egg replacers are hard. Yeah, but well, because yes, I tried the aqua, aqua. What's it? It's the hummus, the um, faba. Beans, garbanzo bean, uh, chickpeas. Oh my gosh, they have so many names. The juice from the can, like you can use that as an oh, egg replacer. I know what, yeah, I know. What you're I tried to about. do that, but like, I, I I messed up the first time, and then I didn't have any more. I realized what I what I wanted to change to make it right, but then I didn't have any more. <laughs> so 
So I was like, okay, <laughs> I have eggs. Too so. late now. Yeah. But yeah, I've, I've never done that before, but I've, yeah, I've heard you can just like whip it up just like egg whites or whatever. Yeah, aquafaba. Um, the trick with that cool. is that you have to zap it a little bit to make it, to um, evaporate some of the water content. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, anyway, so, and then apple, like, so I made like cinnamon apple um, with nuts and put that with the, like in, well, the apples in the waffles and they're fluffy waffles. Um, and then also like a compote with nuts on top and then cut out, um, apple slices and into shapes that I needed for the features of the waff. Anyway, so that was a lot of fun. Well, I'll post pictures and I'll post the recipe. Uh, and the other recipe, I, oh, I'll try to hear you. <laughs> the other recipe I did, uh, is based on the book and the graphic novels, uh, like a stew. And, uh, so I tried to make it look like the stew that's in the, the graphic novels. Uh, and then uh, there's also stew mentioned in the, in the book, which kind of corroborates that, but it's not in the animated series. There's no stew so far in the animated series. Um, it has asparagus with it, which I haven't had a lot of experience with asparagus and is freaking delicious. I didn't realize how delicious it was. I love asparagus. Yeah, and I, I, I used the tiny asparagus. Asparagus size. Aspar- <laughs> <laughs> I used the, the tiny ones. Um, so they were they were great. And then the, the other thing, so Hilda loves cucumber sandwiches, and I just made this today, uh, adventure sandwiches. But it's white bread, and you cut the crust off, and you press, you um, flatten it. So you have two squares, and then you fill it with... Uh, a little mound of Scandinavian cucumber salad. So it's kind of like brined cucumbers and you squeeze the juice out and then you uh, toss it with like a creamy mixture of dill, lemon juice or vinegar and uh, Greek yogurt or sour cream. Uh, And then, yeah. And then you just press them closed, press the, so it's almost like you're making a tart, but it's a sandwich. It's bread. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so that those are my recipes for Hilda <laughs> cuz I that I just love the series delicious. And, yeah, I was very um inspired by it to do things. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> well, great. So, we'll post recipes as well as links to anything we talked about on our website fictionkitchenpodcast.com. Yeah, and you can find us on Twitter at fkpod and Instagram at fictionkitchenpodcast. Thanks so much for listening. Yeah, keep it creepy. (laughs) Huh? (laughs) Bye. Bye. Homicidal? Homicide? I don't know. (laughs) Yes. The host is... The homicidal homicidal. It feels weird when I think about it too Homicidal homemaker. Homicidal homemaker. Okay. Oh my word. What are they called? <laughs> I'm like staring out the window right now. I can't think. With Oh my word. They come in various colors and they're often had with fancy tea. They're round. Cookies? Macaron? Yeah, macaron. Those <laughs> things. And oh my gosh, how could I not like anyway? <laughs>